Welcome to Crystal Clear Finances. My name is Crystal Langdon. I'm a certified financial planner, qualified kingdom advisor, fiduciary, founder of Crystal Clear Finances, and your host for today's program. You know, a lot of times individuals think that finances can be confusing, and it's hard to know what to do, what strategies to take. But it's comforting to know that working together, you don't have to face it alone and you can have confidence for every financial decision. Now today we're going to be talking about the SECURE Act and we're going to be talking about five specific areas and you might be thinking, Crystal, why are we even talking about the SECURE Act? Wasn't that two years ago? Well, slow down, wait a moment, because surprise, (laughs) there have been some changes that have happened. And we wanna go over those to make sure that you understand the impact it can have on your finances. So let me kind of review what we have planned for today, next week, the week after. In fact, for the whole month of June, here's what we're going to be going over. First of all, Today, we wanna focus on the SECURE Act. We wanna help you see how the SECURE Act not only got rid of the stretch IRA, but as of February, they came out with new rules on that as well. So we're gonna tackle that. I also wanna talk a little bit about Roth conversions. You know, if we can pay taxes now and properly structure our finances, we literally, once we're done with it, can put ourselves in the 0% tax bracket going forward for us, and for our children. That's a pretty good deal, so we wanna talk about that. Third area that we're gonna focus, and I can guarantee you this, we're not gonna get to it today, is life insurance. Now, life insurance, you might say, oh, that's all about death benefit. But life insurance, according to Ed Slot, who is America's leading tax IRA expert, has said that life insurance is now replacing the old stretch IRA that the IRS got rid of. So we need to know, How is it doing that? And how could it benefit possibly your portfolio? The next area we wanna make sure that we cover is charitable tax planning. You know, with different tax laws changing, things being put in different places, we wanna make sure you're using the most cutting edge tools possible. So maybe do we use money from an IRA that was a required minimum distribution to put into a charity? Is that how you wanna start giving? Can that lower your taxes? We've got a lot we wanna go over in that section as well. And then we're gonna round out this whole series by talking about RMD planning. I know, makes you get so excited. (laughs) But required minimum distributions, if you don't do the planning, you all know the drill. There's a 50% penalty. So while it may not be fun and exciting, it is something that we need to do because if we will go through the planning of doing it properly, we can save ourselves from the penalty. And that to me is very exciting. So with all this information that we have that we're gonna go over for the next month, let's take some time, let's go back to the beginning and let's talk about this SECURE Act. Now, I'm not sure if you know what it stands for. I don't really think it means it's a SECURE Act. What it really stands for is the Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement Act of 2019. That's what it stands for. And it's being presented as, boy, this is going to help make your future, your retirement, well, it could be more secure. I would question that, and maybe that's not what they intentionally said, but the promotion of it seems like, boy, a SECURE Act. That would be good for you, wouldn't it? (laughs) Well, we're gonna talk about that. 
Now, perhaps when this first came out a couple years ago, and you, maybe you read those 286 pages that were involved in it, and you said, Crystal, I already know what this act does. I already know that it eliminated the stretch IRA. Well, why it's important today is not only are the implications of everything that was passed in the SECURE Act still unfolding, people are still learning about it, advisors are starting to give different advice because of it, well, not only is that something we need to be dealing with and digesting on a year-to-year -year basis, but now they've made changes in February. On February 23rd, 2022, yep, that's this year, they already made changes to something they did two years ago. We need to be caught up on that because some of the changes they made really do bring a 50% penalty if you're not aware of those changes. And since it just happened this year, oh, this is very relevant to you to make sure that you are saving money. So let's talk about this um, main component. I'm gonna go back to the beginning and talk about the stretch IRA. That is what the SECURE Act, among many things that it did, that's what it got rid of. You might say, who cares? What is a stretch IRA? You may have a million questions. So let's start back at the beginning. Let's talk about, first of all, what is an IRA? And then we can talk about what is a stretch IRA. Well, if you've been listening to me for the past 25 years, you know we've talked a lot about IRAs because they are a common tool that's used within the financial industry. Helps individuals be able to save for retirement, helps them with their taxes today by postponing the tax and the tax calculation for later on in life when they finally pull that money out. And it used to be a very large wealth planning tool of how to get the money not just from this generation from the IRA beneficiary, the IRA owner I should say, but to their beneficiary which may be a grandchild who's two years old and they got that wealth to transfer all the way to them. So that's how it used to be used. Now the specifics of it, if you're under the age of 50, you can contribute 6,000 a year and yep, you guessed it, your CPAs probably, or if you do it yourself, you can put that on your taxes that, hey, I don't have to be taxed on that $6,000 because I put it in an IRA. That's your quote unquote reward. Now, if you're 50 or older, then you're gonna put, you can put $7,000 into an IRA. So limited amounts, and you might think, well, if these are such small accounts where you can only put six or $7,000 in a year, why is there much ado about it? Well, don't forget that when an individual retires and they have a 401k at their local work, right? They've been contributing to it. Maybe their employer's been doing a match. That's a whole nother program we can talk about it. But when you have a 401k at your place of employment, when you go to retire, you have options. You have options that either A, some of the companies say, hey, leave your money right here. You've got several hundred thousands. You don't have to move it. Keep us here. Keep it here. Now, they don't usually give you any financial advice, so you wonder why would they want you to keep it there. You may want to look in to see if there's any fees involved that they can collect on that while it's sitting there. Now, you can leave it there. Another option that they allow you to do is you can roll it over to your own IRA. And of course, the third option would be, hey, do you wanna take a lump sum? So there's a variety of different options, but the common one that we help our clients work through is to helping them take the 401k that they've worked so hard to build over their lifetime and then rolling it over into an IRA. When they do that, 
the taxes on their 401k, all that money that's never been taxed yet, can roll over without being taxed. Why? Because it's going into an IRA. So the IRS looks at it and says, okay, tax deferred vehicle of a 401k going into a tax deferred vehicle of an IRA, I'm not going to tax it. But did you notice that one word I said, tax deferred? Oh yeah, a lot of times people think it means, oh, we're not gonna have to pay taxes at all. No, we just kicked the can down the road. We're following the model that's been set up for us. And so with a 401k going to the IRA, eventually when you take the money out, there's going to be taxes on it. So getting back to what we were talking about, the SECURE Act, and getting back to the fact that they are have now basically eliminated the stretch IRA. And of course, we'll talk about the new changes to that that came in February of this year. When we understand how big an IRA can be, it can be way, uh, it can be a lot bigger than just the 6,000 or 7,000 that a person puts every year. It can be everything they had in their 401k came into this IRA, which in the past they were able to get to several generations Yeah, now they can't. So an IRA, if you touch it, let me just go over the parameters about that. If you put money in an IRA and you're not 59 and a half and you say, I wanna take this money, well, technically you're right, it's your money and you can touch it. The problem is, is that you're gonna pay a 10% penalty to do that. So usually when you put your money in the IRA, if you're working with a financial advisor, I know what we always recommend is, hey, we wanna have money outside the market, or we want money, if it's in the market, in a joint account, an individual account, so that you can touch it if you need to, so that you don't have to interrupt the growth in your IRA, or potential growth that's there. Now, can you take loans from an IRA? Yes, but that's a whole nother discussion we can get into on another program or sitting down one-on-one together. But the IRA is simply a vehicle that you can use in retirement, an individual retirement account. So now that we know what an IRA is, let's talk about the IRA stretch. The IRA stretch is when an individual says, hmm, I'm not necessarily needing this IRA where it's going to totally fund my retirement and I'm gonna run out of it at age 72 or I'm gonna run out of it by age 76. I'm trying to build this where yes, I want income from it. So it's not saying that it's all about charity, all about giving it away. So they're gonna use some of it, but what they want to do, their real goal is to take care of themselves and then take care of their children and possibly even their grandchildren. So this is the way a stretch IRA used to work. Let's pretend that you have a grandpa and it is December 31st and we are throwing a New Year's Eve party. That's right, this is gonna be such a wonderful time. All the friends and family are there. Grandpa's about 75 years old. He is loving life. Great time, but right before the ball drops, while grandpa has a heart attack and grandpa passes away, but here's the good news, he went to see Jesus so we can be relaxed. But unfortunately what happened, he passed away. And now when, few days later, whenever the time is appropriate, they look through his will, they look through his IRA, they look at the beneficiary on the IRA, which in note to self, the IRA beneficiary would trump whatever would be in the will. So you wanna make sure that your beneficiaries on your IRA 
are matching the beneficiaries that are in your will, just note to self. We've had individuals who have forgotten to update their beneficiary. Thankfully, we've been able to catch it before they've passed away. But I have heard the horror stories of those who had a will that said, hey, this is going to my wife, and they forgot to take mom's name off of the IRA listed as a beneficiary. Guess who would have gotten the money? Yep. You're right, mom. And if mom didn't like the new wife, guess who kept the money? Mom. So we wanna make sure that that's taken care of. So let's get back to our example. So grandpa has passed away. He passed away and he had an IRA and listed on that IRA as the beneficiary was his two-year-old granddaughter. Maybe it was Princess Zara. Maybe whoever it was, that grandchild is now listed as the beneficiary. That grandchild, Probably. It's a female. She probably has a good 80, 90 years ahead of her. Think of what's going to happen. All that money that was in Grandpa's IRA, a million dollars, two million dollars, is now Princess Zara's. And now Princess Zara, over the course of her lifetime, can begin taking the required minimum distributions and stretch that out. The account, if positioned properly, she's working with a good advisor, we're helping her, possibly can have growth in that IRA over that course of the time. And again, I say possibly, not because I don't think we can bring growth, but for compliance purposes, we can never guarantee growth. So the account's in there, as Princess Zara takes it out, she pays the taxes on it. Now she's going to get to list someone that she wants to be as her beneficiary. And the cycle continues. So can you see how wealthy individuals can use a stretch IRA to get money not only to take care of themselves, to take care of their children, but their grandchildren and future grandchildren? No wonder they loved it. And no wonder it was one of the top estate planning tools, one of the investment tools that were used. But thank you very much, Secure Act. Secure Act said, now wait a minute. When they began to look at it, and I'm speculating here, the IRS did not call and tell me this, but I can tell you, looking at the situation, if you pass the money to Princess Zara, who's two years old, and Princess Zara spends it over 80 years, how quickly is the IRS getting their money? You got it. Not quick at all. In fact, it's taking forever because if grandpa had kept that money, right, and he had worked, got, he was over 75, so he's taking his required minimum distributions, he probably would have spent a bulk of that down before he passed away because of the amount that he would have been required to take every year. So how does the IRS speed up the process of getting the tax money. Well, if you take the stretch IRA away, now all of a sudden, and you say in 10 years, we're gonna cram that all in, oh, they can get their tax money a whole lot quicker. So let's go ahead, we're gonna take a quick 60 second break, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna continue to talk about how do we do tax planning now that the SECURE Act is here. We've all been stretched over the past two years, but did you know the IRS stated you can't stretch your IRA anymore? This is Crystal Langdon with today's Financial Gem. Stretch IRAs could be used to transfer wealth to your children and your grandchildren, but not anymore. Now many of the IRA funds you leave must be used within 10 years unless you qualify. 
there are other ways we can stretch legacy to those we love. Learn more by contacting Crystal Clear Finances at 518-433-7181. When Willie Sutton was asked why he robbed banks, he replied, well, because that's where the money is. This is Crystal Langdon with today's Financial Gem. When the IRS needs money, they apply taxes because they know where the taxable money is. Positioning your resources so they're not available to be taxed? Well, that can be a game changer for you and your family. Learn the investment tools that can help provide tax-free growth and distribution. Call Crystal Clear Finances at 518-433-7181 today. And we're back with more Crystal Clear Finances. My name is Crystal Langdon. It is such a pleasure to be here with you each and every Saturday morning. It's been almost 25 years of providing financial clarity so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. Well, today we are talking about, and for this entire month, we're started a series because I wanna talk about some tax planning strategies in relation to the SECURE Act. And I know you might say, well, Crystal, are you a CPA? No, and I don't pretend to play one on radio or on TV, but I can tell you as a certified financial planner, I've had to study tax law. As a certified financial planner, it is my responsibility to my clients to be able to look at the comprehensive picture. And just like I'm not an attorney, so I can't draft a will, healthcare proxy, power of attorney, irrevocable trust, living trust, a special needs trust, I can be aware of how they work and review them with my clients when they come in. Same thing with the CPA. I am not a CPA, but I can help my clients in positioning, hey, let's do this instead of what we used to do because of the tax laws that have changed so that we can position them in the best way possible based on the information that we have. So that's why we're taking time. Even though the SECURE Act passed two years ago, There are new changes that are happening this year that if individuals don't understand, including beneficiaries, don't understand, they could be taxed at a 50% penalty. So let me rephrase that. It's not actually a tax. It's a penalty of 50% on top of the tax that they would pay. So let's go back to where we were right before the break. We had defined what an IRA is, and then we explained how the stretch IRA works, gave the example of grandpa who leaves over a million dollars to Princess Zara, his great uh, his grandchild, and now Princess Zara had her whole life to spend it, name a new beneficiary, and the cycle continues. The problem with all of that is the government doesn't get their money quickly, government stops this stretch IRA, and now we need to say, well, who does this affect? Does it affect you? And why does it matter? Well, first of all, regardless of the size of the IRA, these rules impact every IRA. Now, if it's a small IRA, less than $500,000, then, well, the chances are the the owner of the IRA probably going to use that during their lifetime, right? They saved up the 500,000 so that they could have it in retirement, so they could spend it. Chances are there's probably not going to be much left for Princess Sara. So what we want to do is we want to see where is it appropriate that we begin to make changes. And I think that's a good comment to just pause on for a moment. 
Even though we work hard at Crystal Clear Finances to bring you cutting edge information, to tell you about changes that are happening, to tell you about Roth conversions, to tell you about the new changes with the required minimum distributions for beneficiaries now because of the SECURE Act, or we're talking about charitable contributions or life insurance or your own required minimum distributions. Even though you hear that on the radio, does not mean it applies to your specific situation. What we're talking about today is the laws of it and the broader impact. One of the things that I highly recommend is that you sit down with your financial advisor. And of course, if you don't have a financial advisor, I would love the opportunity to sit down with you and to go over how these points impact your life so that you're not paying a 50% penalty because of something you didn't even know. And if that's of interest to you, always feel free. Give our office a call at 518-433-7181 and let's schedule a free initial consultation and let's just talk. All right, so with that being said, I want to go back to the next question I had asked in regards to why should this even matter? Well, we talked about, first of all, who does it affect? It should affect every IRA and the company plans, and it will impact IRA trusts. That's a whole nother spectrum we need to get in. But I want to also talk about the fact of why it should matter, because people will say, Crystal, you just said a small IRA was 500,000. Well, I'm in that category, so I don't care. Well, I shouldn't say it that way. You're not as concerned if people with more money than that are taxed because after all, shouldn't we just tax the rich, which goes to an underlying theme, an underlying statement in our economy and a mindset that's fed into regularly, in my opinion. So what I'm gonna do in a moment, let me just go ahead and now I've got it pulled up for those of you who are watching me on YouTube, you can see my screen. And again, for those of you listening to radio who've faithfully been there for the past 25 years, I encourage you to subscribe to the Crystal Clear Finances YouTube channel so that you can see live what I'm talking about and you can begin to see all the illustrations. So one of the things I wanna point out here is that many times when we hear about these changes in tax code, when we hear about, oh, they just eliminated the stretch IRA, so uh, now, well, that only impacts people who are very wealthy and that doesn't impact me. Here's the deal. And if you're looking at the screen, one of the things I'm gonna start really emphasizing is stop looking at your income as common income. Because when we begin to look at the facts on this screen and we look to see how much does someone need to make in order to be in the top 50% of this nation, adjusted gross income, it is $44,269. So just everybody think for a moment. Do you make $44,300? Then you are in the top 50% in this nation for adjusted gross income. What about, do you make more than $87,917? Well, here's the news, and you can see it right on the screen. That means you're in the top 25%. The top 10% are at $154,589 adjusted gross income. There are a lot of people there, and I want you to think about that for a moment. That means you're in the top percent. You have uncommon income, and yet many people live their life on common advice 
for uncommon income. That doesn't make sense. And when you're in the top 10% and you say, oh, it doesn't matter that I learn about the new things about uh, the SECURE Act or Roth conversion, that doesn't apply to me. I'm not rich, I'm not wealthy. Understand, if you have uncommon income, you've got to be hearing what this uncommon advice is and how it applies to your situation. And in a moment, I'm going to show you how with a stroke of the pen, the government can redefine what rich is and you can be brought right into that category. Because if we're not careful and we view the rich as the enemy, if we view the wealthy as the enemy, and we say, yes, put all these taxes, put everything on them, the government can very quickly define what rich is. You know, uh, I think it was Jesse James. They asked him why he robbed banks, right? And he said, because that's where the money is. Well, you have to understand when the government does the taxes, where are they going to tax? Where the money is. And so if they can redefine you as rich because you're in the top 10% because you make more than combined in your household 154, you don't think that they're going to want to look at taxes because that's where the money is? These are the things we need to be paying attention to. All right, so let me just finish this out. For the, if you are making more than $221,572, then that means you are in the top 5% bracket of adjusted gross income in the United States. Again, that goes back to what are the implications for your retirement planning, for your tax planning, for your estate planning. These are all issues that need to be addressed. And here you go. To be in the top 1%, you need to make $546,434 and above, and you're in the top 1%. Now, people say, oh, I may never get there. Or there are some people there that are saying, yep, I am there. But here's how the tax breaks down on that. When we look at the top 1% who is making over $546,434, they pay over 38.77% of the taxes of this country. So it's not their rate. That's how much out of all the taxes that are paid, gather it all together, that group, that 1% is paying 38, let's just round it, 39%. Now, you might say, but Crystal, I'm not in that group. Okay, so let's go down. If you are in the 221,000 that you've made, the top 5%, if you put the top five, which would include the top 1%, right? So everyone from 221,000 and above, they're paying almost 60% of the taxes in this country. 60%. And you might say, well, that's huge and that they should because they make that much money. But if we look at inflation, what does 221000 really buy nowadays? You guys been grocery shopping lately? I'm looking at it thinking it's just my husband and I. My kids are all grown. My, I got grandbabies now. And yet I'm looking at how much I spend in groceries. All right, let's go to the next one. So the next one, if you are making in the top 10% over 154000 So let me just clarify that. Anyone making 154,000 and above, thank you. Because you and everyone above you that makes more than that together pay 70% of our country's taxes. So do you feel like you're rich yet? Do you understand how wealthy you are? And do you understand that's what the areas where we the IRS goes to get money, 70%. And now let's go, if you're making the top 25%, is making 87,000 and above. So anyone making 87,000 and above, all those people are paying almost 87% of this country's taxes. I want you to think about that. When we have programs like this, 
where we talk about the impact of the SECURE Act. When our future program and we talk about Roth conversions or we talk about charitable remainder trust or charitable gifting or RMDs or how life insurance works, it's not because these are products or just blatant information. Yeah, good to know. It's because there are strategies. You have uncommon income. If you don't take uncommon advice, then you get wrapped into or could get wrapped into paying more than your fair share on taxes. There are tax planning strategies. Yes, the IRS has been very efficient with the SECURE Act in removing some wealth transfer strategies. But that's why I'm so excited about this month because we have tax, tax planning strategies that can still help. They didn't take away all the silver bullets. We have several strategies and we're gonna talk about them over the course of this month. But as I'm looking at the clock, I'm realizing pfft, our time together is already drawing to a close. I do wanna encourage you, join us again next week. We're gonna finish talking about the SECURE Act. We're gonna talk about this new impact on the RMDs that could cost you 50% penalty. And then we want to talk about, okay, now that they've removed that wealth transfer tool from the table, what else do we have? And so join us again next week. Feel free to give us our office a call, our office a call at 518-433-7181 and join us as we continue to provide financial clarity so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. Thank you and God bless. This program is for educational purposes only. We understand that finances are complex. Facing them alone causes stress, resulting in wrong choices, missing out on opportunities, and having to settle for a lower standard of living. At Crystal Clear Finances, our team approach focuses on providing clarity and confidence so you can make the right financial decisions. Investment advisory and financial planning services are offered through AlphaStar Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Clear Finances and AlphaStar are separate and independent entities. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.